all of God's kings and queens from around the world. Welcome to Journey with the Queen podcast. As in life, we are all on a journey with many interesting detours. As we go throughout life, we are in the continuous process of changing and developing over time. This podcast is focused on relationships, finances, and real life situations. I am your host, April Love, a trailblazer, entrepreneur, and a woman of the Most High God who believes that if you keep Jesus first place in your life, you will be resilient. Let's take a journey through this episode. Hello to all of God's kings and queens. This is April Love, your host of Journey with a Queen podcast. I'd like to welcome you to another episode, another new week where God has been with us. And I want to come on this week to talk about the measure of our love for God. I don't know about you guys, but I'm always considering the fact that God loves us so much. And then now that I have found him in this deep, intimate place and realize all that he is and all that he has done, it it almost makes me love him so much more. And so this week, I've been in the book of John and one of the things that came up this week is how are you showing God that you love him? And I want to touch on a couple of things during this conversation of the measure of love. And I was inspired because I have a daily devotional that I was reading and this basically brought me to the things that help us know whether or not we love God. And I'm going to share those with you today and I hope that this helps you and encourages you to pursue the love of God to pursue God himself and to show him that you love him. So to answer that question, how are you showing God that you love him? One way is we all know this saying, action speaks louder than words. That is a true saying across the board. If you're looking to know a person and how this person is, watch their actions. Actions really do speak louder than words. A person can say anything, but if their actions are showing you something different than what they say, what are you going to believe? So the measure of our love is obedience to God's commands and principles. And I want to read to you guys in John chapter 14. It's just, it's a few verses. It's not very long, so... Just hang in there with me, but I believe that this will bless someone today. So I'm going to read from verse 15 to verse 25. So again, I'm in John 14, verse 15 through 25. And so it says, if you love me, obey my commandments. And I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. 
but you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. Soon the world would, would no longer see me, but you will see me. Since I live, you also will live. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in the Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my Father will love them, and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. Judas, not Judas, Judas Iscariot, but the other disciple with the same name, said to him, Lord, why are you going to reveal yourself only to us and not to the world at large? Jesus replied, all who love me will do what I say. My father will love them and we will come and make our home with each of them. Anyone who doesn't love me will not obey me. And remember, my words are not my own. What I am telling you is from the Father who sent me. I am telling you these things now while I am still with you. Now, this really blessed me because it definitely tells us how we are to love God, how we can love God. So it goes back to my original question. How are you showing God that you love him? So I want to point something out to you, and I hope you caught this. If not, you'll catch it now. That in verse 15, verse 21, and verse 23, it shows us Jesus is making this point three different times. Three different times Jesus told us how to show that we love him. So verse 15 says, if you love me, obey my commandments. All right, that's straightforward. If you love me, obey my commandments. Verse 21 says, those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my father will love them. And then in verse 23, Jesus replied, all who love me will do what I say. My father will love them and we will come and make our home with each of them. So the point is, in all three verses, he said, if you love me, obey my commands. Those who accept my commands and obey me are the ones who love me. All who love me will do what I say. So there's a difference between love and obedience that I'll touch on. But if you say that you love God, then you must obey him. I just, I just pointed it out in all three of those verses. Because all three verses say love and obey. Love and obey. So to love God is to obey him. This, this really blessed me. Um, and it also gave me some reassurance that I can really say that I love God because I'm not perfect, but I do my very, very best to obey God. My life is different. My lifestyle is different. So a lot of things that I used to do that 
if I said I love God, I could ask myself, well, why are you doing this or why are you doing that? But where I am today, I truly can say that I love God, meaning that I am obeying him to the best of my ability. And we all fall short of the glory, but to the best of my ability, when I mess up, I immediately repent. And I wanted to touch on a few points that I believe that will help all of us. Two prophets in the Bible, Nehemiah and Daniel, prayed a similar prayer of, O oh Lord, the great and awesome God. What they were referring to in this prayer, I'm going to read it to you in Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 5. Nehemiah said, O oh Lord, God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps his covenant of unfailing love with those who love him and obey his commands. This was beautiful because when you read in Daniel in chapter 9, verse 4, Daniel said, I prayed to the Lord my God and confessed, O Lord, you are a great and awesome God. You always Fulfill your covenant and keep your promises of unfailing love to those who love you and obey your commands. So what Nehemiah and Daniel were both saying is that God is faithful to keep his promise, right? His covenant. And his covenant is unfailing love for those who love God and obey him. For those who obey his commands. God's covenant of unfailing love refers to God's promise to love and remain faithful to the descendants of Abraham as his chosen people. So God is doing his part of keeping his covenant of unfailing love to us. He loves us so much and we have to show him that we love him by obeying his commands And his laws, right? So this is so important because there's a distinction between love and obedience, but at the same time, it almost goes together in this sense of conversation that to love God is to obey him. So I thought that this was profound. Like I said, it really blessed me. And God has always emphasized that the way to show our devotion it's by doing what he says. And I'm going to give you a few Bible scriptures where it shows us the emphasis that we are to show him that we love him by our devotion. In Deuteronomy 8 verse 11, it says, But that is the time to be careful. Beware that in your plenty, you do not forget the Lord your God and disobey his commands, regulations, and decrees that I am giving you today. So disobeying him is not showing him that we love him. Then if you flip over to chapter 10, verse 12, and now Israel... What does the Lord your God require of you? 
and it's so plain and clear. He says, he requires only that you fear the Lord your God and live in a way that pleases him and love him and serve him with all your heart and soul. So we see it again. The way that we live, which is devotion, that we love him and serve him with all of our heart and soul. So I'm touching more on the love part here. But this is one of the ways that we show God that we love him, which is why I'm pointing this out. Now, if we go to chapter 13 and still in Deuteronomy, 13 verses 3 and 4, it says, the Lord your God is testing you to see if you truly love him with all your heart and soul. Serve only the Lord your God and fear him alone. Here we go again. Obey his commands, listen to his voice, and cling to him. So these are ways that we show God that we love him, that we're willing to obey him, that we're willing to do what he say do. And so, if you're lifting your hands in worship, supporting missions, saying all the right things and following his commands, I'm sorry, but it's not, but we're not following his commands. We're showing God a lukewarm affection. So, loving the Lord means obeying him. And this scripture we all know too well. In Joshua 1, verse 8, it says, Study the book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to do, to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. So a lot of times we wonder why we're stuck, why we're not moving, why we're not prospering, why we're not successful, and things of that nature. But it starts with the basics. And, and in Joshua 1, verse 8, it tells us clearly what we need to do. And one of the things that we need to do is obey everything written in the word of God. And God tells us if we do these things, only when we do these things, he will prosper us and succeed us, and, and we would succeed in everything that we do. So I believe that the point that I'm making here is God is very clear on obeying him, and God is very clear on how we obey him. It's in his word. I'm going to touch on a few points that I know are ways that we are to obey God. Obedience. Deuteronomy 8.1. Again, it tells us to obey God's commands. And we do this by obeying God with our hearts. By loving him more than any activity, any achievement, any possession, any relationship. We love him with all of our hearts. Keeping him first place in your life is a way to show God that you honor him with your heart, that you love him and obey him with your heart. So meaning don't have any idols, don't put anything before him. He needs to be first place. And one of the ways that I'm keeping him first place in my life 
is I start my morning every single morning, every day with him first. Before I pick up my phone and check any social media, check any emails, before I check anything, I check in with the creator. I check in with our maker. And I spend time with him through prayer, through praise, through worship. Um, it's about God, right? And so our hearts show him that whether or not we keep him first place and whether we're going to obey him. The second way is our will. So by committing ourselves completely over to him, and this is a daily process. This is how we obey him by our will. Commit yourself to God fully, wholeheartedly, and then you will be showing him that you obey him by your will. It's his will over our own will. It's his desires over our own desires. The third way is by our minds, by seeking to know him and his word, so his principles and values form the foundation of, our, of all we think and do. That's the mind. So by seeking to know him, seeking his word, letting it get inside of us so that it will be our foundation. So that when we think and when we do things, we keep him in the forefront of our minds. So we obey him with our minds. The fourth way, we obey him with our bodies by recognizing that our strengths and our talents, our sexuality, all of that are given to us by God to be used for pleasure and fulfillment according to his rules and not our rules. So we need to honor our bodies because the Holy Spirit dwells in our bodies. That's for one. And for two, being obedient with our bodies and recognizing that God is the one that gives us everything. You know, our talents, our skill sets, you know, all of that, we have to give glory to God because it's him while we exist in the first place. So we have to honor him and obey him with our bodies. The fifth way is our money. By deciding that all the resources that we ultimately have comes from God. And that we are to be managers of them and not owners. So we don't own anything. We think we own stuff, but God owns everything. He owns this universe. He owns the cattle on the hills, as the Bible say. He owns everything. So our money, we're being managers of our money. We're supposed to be good stewards of our money. But God owns everything. So we have to honor him with our money. One of the ways I believe honoring him and obeying him with our money is understanding that these are resources. So if God says, sow into this person or give to that person or that ministry, then we have to be obedient and do that because the money is really his money. It's not our money. And then the sixth way is our futures. By deciding to make service to God and other people the main purpose of our life, life's work, that is being obedient to God with our future. It honors him. When we serve God and serve other people and let that be our main purpose of life, God honors that. And that is the way to be obedient. To wrap this up, 
the last thing I'm going to touch on on obedience, I want to go to Deuteronomy, um, Deuteronomy 11, verses 12 and 13. And so it reads, And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? He requires only that you fear the Lord your God and live in a way that pleases him and love him and serve him with all your heart and soul. And you must always obey the Lord's commands and decrees that I am giving you today for your own good. Now, I touched on Deuteronomy 11 a little bit ago, but the reason why I'm bringing it back up is because in this verse, it tells us what does the Lord require of us. And God requires us to seek after to seek after him and so the hebrew word is bakash which is to seek require or desire and when you look up the word require it just means to seek after whence ask or demand so if it's a requirement from god it's something that he's basically commanding us to do it's not an option and the things that he requires only is that you fear the Lord your God, which is make, basically having a deep respect for him, a deep reverence for God. The second way, to live in a way that pleases him. That means to follow him. That means to do things that he approves of, that are godly, that are, you know, the things that are, that will that requires you to be obedient. You have to live a certain lifestyle. So if you're living the way that the world lives, then that's not following God. God wants us to be set apart. He wants us to come out of the world and live the way that he says to live, which is in his word. So if you want to know how I'm supposed to live, the things that I should do and should not do, it's in the word. The third requirement is to love him and serve him with all your heart and soul so that's pretty clear love him and serve him the fourth requirement you must always always that's key obey the lord's commands and decrees obey is the key word there so what are the requirements respect follow love serve and obey him that's period, point blank. Um, it can't get any more simple than that. And so we're all going to mess up. We're all going to have, you know, mistakes and we're not going to be perfect. But if you try your hardest to follow these um, commands, to follow these requirements, I believe that God will, will bless you. I believe that he would honor you. I believe that he would prosper you. And as he said in his word in Joshua, he will make sure that you're successful. So if you, you are one that says that you love the Lord, I hope that this podcast episode will help you to determine whether you truly love the Lord. Because the measure of our love, it's by our actions. It's not the words that we speak. It's what we show God. Are we showing him that we're willing to 
sacrifice ourselves to do what it is that he wants. So less of us and more of him. His will be done and not our own. So I believe that this word will be a word of encouragement. I believe that this also will bless someone. If it blessed you, please be so kind to share this podcast episode with one or two people that it hopefully will bless them as well and that they'll share it also. I want to thank you all for tuning in to another podcast episode with April Love here on Journey with a Queen. I hope you have an amazing rest of the week. Take care and shalom.